Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, another day, another week for the podcast, and it, it snowed, again. Except this time it was so cold, it was negative three. Just, just no, I, no, I don't want to deal with the snow, it's so cold. However... That does mean sledding, and that I am looking forward to. Velvet-wrapped Maserati Ghibli is the cuddliest Trident on wheels. McLaren's MSO Carbon Series LT shows off its new skin. Looks like a carbon fiber 675 LT. Yeah. M Sport unveils extreme 2017 Ford Fiesta WRC rally car, and you know what? I slightly prefer the older car, just in terms of looks. Though I have to say that the wider fenders on this new car look brilliant. Very Group B-esque. Startup company could buy Mitsubishi's former Illinois plant. Australian caught doing 231 kilometers an hour in a 110 kilometer zone with his pickup, well, with his ute. 231 kilometers, that's about, yeah, somewhere between 90 and 110 miles per hour in a, what is pretty much a 70 mile per hour zone. 2018 Mercedes-Benz E-Class Coupe teased ahead of December 14th launch. Carlos Carlson gives Mercedes-AMG C63S new aero kit and 625 horsepower. Buyers and dealers' confusion about autonomous systems could compromise safety. Renault Kango Z is, the, is now the electric small van with the longest driving range. PSA investing in Argentina plant to build new cars from 2019. The Fast and the Furious gets official title. The Fate of the Furious is what the new movie is called. Aston Martin to build and sell 25 brand new classic DB4 GTs. Spy 2018 Renault Megane RS benchmarking against a Volkswagen Golf R. Carlson, again, gives Mercedes S-Class Cabriolet in minty shade and calls it Diospyros. I can tell you right now that what they really mean is the color is a really, really bland shade of green. And, that, and that's just it. FCA won't reveal any new or refreshed cars in Detroit for the first time since 2010, mostly because apparently they're going to be revealing a car at CES this year. Daimler Boss confirms world's biggest luxury car maker crown. Lamborghini continues development of faster Huracan Superleggera on the snow. Mercedes regrets giving Hamilton team orders in Abu Dhabi finale. Volkswagen wants to sweeten Christmas shopping with special, expensive, and probably non-CO2 compliant offerings. McLaren 650S successor to offer 720 horsepower, hence the name 720S. Aussie buys brand new Honda S2000. Eight years after production ended. I don't know how he did it, but he must be he must be feeling very happy that he bought a new one right now. More powerful Lamborghini Aventador S confirmed. To be launched this January. So, basically in a few weeks' time. Somewhat. Because we don't know when in January it'll be launched, or even revealed for that matter. Suzuki Solurio tops list of best first cars to own for new drivers. Ford Galaxy MPV reigns as UK's fastest selling used car. Honda and Dongfeng opening third car production plant in China. GM says first Chevrolet bolts are on their way to California. Qatar driver looking to race Volkswagen Polo WRC in 2017 championship. Mercedes-Benz sets record sales with one month to spare. Elemental RP1 gets aero changes to produce 1,000 kilograms of downforce. Okay, so 1,000 kilograms. So almost almost ACR levels of downforce. So almost 2,000 pounds of downforce. Probably, it's probably closer to 
I'm going to say 1,600 pounds of downforce. Probably somewhere near there. 2017 Ford Fusion gained standard return to park gearbox function. Land Rover built a cabin that fits inside the Discovery Sport. Yeah, no. Genesis nabs Bugatti Chiron designer Alexander Silipanov. I think I said that correctly. BMW has no intention of creating a standalone sports car. A little bit of a shame, but, you know, yeah, whatever. Ford Performance reveals race-ready Shelby FP350S. Kind of looks like an ACRFI GT350R, but you know what? It looks really good. Alfa Romeo Giulia priced from $37,995 in the U.S. Quadrifoglio at $72,000. Updated 2017 Fiat 500X available to order now. Or, of course, you could just get a Jeep Renegade if you wanted that instead. Lexus details new LC Coupe unleashes Mega Gallery. It's 84 pic- It's 80 pictures in a video, but again, how many times do I have to say it? This is a podcast, and you can't really see that. However, I can say that I cannot believe how good the new LC looks. And I'm not saying that because I'm not a big Lexus fan. Lexus are, they're okay to me. They're, they make some pretty cool cars, like the IS. I like that. But what I mean is, its design is incredible. I I can't believe that they were able to pass the safety regulations with the design of this car. It's utterly astonishing. It looks it looks like a less, put it this way, it looks like a less athletic LFA. It's more of a classy cruiser sort of LFA. And, of course, a modernized LFA at that. But, my gosh, I, can't, I just can't believe they were able to bring their, their design to production. It's utterly incredible. Mercedes AMG uses hot... 2018 GLC 63 Coupe V8 to melt some snow in Sweden. Ford confirms 2017 F-150s are at dealers despite delay reports. Brand new 2014 Chevrolet Camaro Z28 for sale at $50,000. Somewhere. Lexus teases all new 2018 LS flagships day before NAIS debut. New Mercedes E-Class all-terrain detailed a new gallery with 49 pictures that you cannot see because podcast. All BMW models to offer electrification by 2020. Next-gen Seat Ibiza tip to debut at Geneva. Go on sale next summer. Audi TT 2.0-liter TDI now available with quattro all-wheel drive and starts from 41,250, I'm going to assume, euros. Sorry, not 250, I mean 41,250, unless I already said that. My bad. Anyway, Lucid announces Samsung will supply the batteries for its EV. Let's just hope it doesn't explode on the plane. Well, no. No, I'm sorry. These are the 38 safest cars on the road for 2017. Yeah, it's an article. I'll go skim through the article and see what it says. Chevrolet's new Pro Stock Camaro SS Drag Racer has big shoes to fill. Maserati finds its backup cameras are struggling in the cold. Doesn't help if it's covered with snow, but yeah. Faraday Future drops new teaser images revealing retractable LiDAR for its car. Why no one's done that yet? Kind of surprises me, but whatever. New photo emerges of next-generation Suzuki Swift, and I've kind of seen the new Suzuki Swift before, but nonetheless, still looks as good as the last time I saw it. Volkswagen says it will be suicide to bring this, to bring Skoda to America. Why? I'm personally not too sure about, but hey, if, you're, if they're not sure about it, you know, whatever, that's their choice. Mercedes-AMG prepping hot E50 Coupe formatic. As far as I can tell, the only thing Formatics are is just the AMG body kit with regular Mercedes powertrain and everything else. I don't, I really don't know what's the big difference between Formatic and regular models to the AMGs. Cause they, the Formatics and the AMGs look exactly the same, except the performance is a lot different. New Jeep Grand Wagoneer apparently put on hold. Now, I really hope this is not true. I think it's just a rumor right now, but 
let's let's hope that let's pray that that really is just a rumor because that would be incredibly disappointing. Tesla recalls about 7,000 charging adapters due to overheating. Lawsuit against Mercedes Blue Tech Diesels dismissed by U.S. judge. Laws ready to go without any sports cars or GTs until 2020. Could BMW rival the Evoke convertible with an X2 drop top? Please, God, no. Please don't do that. <laughs> Holy mess! Mercedes AMG GTR devoured the Nurburgring in just 7 minutes, 10 and 92 seconds. And you know what? That is incredibly, incredibly impressive. But sometimes I just can't help think that the Viper Acer kind of... I mean, it didn't do 7 minutes 10, but it did do a similar time a good 8 years before, and it's only 2 seconds behind. So... And I also can't help to think that if you put it on modern tires, it would be about as fast, but... That's, that's just me. Your Audi can now tell when a traffic light turns green in Las Vegas. But only Las Vegas, because doing it in New York would just be too convenient. Hammond, however you say that... BMW M2 looks menacing in new images. And it kind of does. I, I like the blue rims that, they, that they've done with it. There are still 280 Bugatti... Sorry, Bugatti Charmons waiting for an owner. Man, I can't believe they built that many. And that quickly. Next, Mercedes-Benz SL could have four seats. And you know what? That's not actually a bad idea. Maybe make it closer... I mean, I know that the AMG GT slash GTR is supposed to be a 911 rival, but... I mean, an SL could be. It's got... The AMG's definitely got the power for it. It took Volvo less than two weeks to name a new R&D chief. Disney and Pixar bringing animated excitement to 2017 NAIS for Cars 3. Dennis May says he and Clarkson will get too old for the Grand Tour in five years, which is a little bit of a shame, but frankly, five more years of them, I'm happy with. Next Gen 2017, Seat Ibiza caught wearing Hyundai i20 skin during tests. Why exactly a Hyundai? Not, not to say there's anything wrong with Hyundai, well, especially, at least not these days. But I don't get it, Hyundai's not really in the Volkswagen Group family, as far as I can remember. So, why? Why use an i20? Why not use, like, a Volkswagen? Why not use a Polo or something? Something within the Volkswagen family. That's that's something I just don't fully get. Also, I've skimmed, I've seen the list, and I can tell you what cars are the 38, well, what 38 cars are the safest. Chevrolet Volt. Hyundai Elantra, the sedan only, built after March 2016, weirdly. Mazda 3, four-door sedan and four-door hatchback. Toyota Corolla, Toyota Prius, built after August 2016, weirdly. For some reason, I have no idea why. Midsize, sorry, what we the list we did, just did was the small cars. Now we're going to do the midsize. Honda Accord four-door, Mazda 6, Nissan Altima, Nissan Maxima, Subaru Legacy, Subaru Outback. Toyota Camry, Toyota Prius V, Volkswagen Jetta. Midsize luxury cars. Audi A4, Lexus ES350, Volvo S60, Volvo V60. Large luxury cars, Genesis G80, Genesis G90, and Lexus RC. Small SUVs, Mazda CX-3, Ma- sorry, Mitsubishi Outlander, interestingly. Nissan Rogue, Subaru Forester, built after October 2016. Uh, I don't get why, you know, built after this day is why it's safest. Maybe options, maybe tweaks, I don't know. Toyota RAV4, midsize SUVs. Honda Pilot. Hyundai Santa Fe, built after March 2016. Midsize luxury SUVs, Acura MDX, Acura RDX, Audi Q5, Buick Envision, Lexus NX, Lexus RX, Mercedes-Benz GLE Class, Volvo X, XC60. Minivan, Chrysler Pacifica, built after August 2016. And it's the only minivan on there. Large pickup, Honda Ridgeline. I, genuinely, I'm really not surprised by that. 
Toyota, including Lexus, walks away with nine TSP Plus winners, followed by Honda and Acura with five. Oh, sweet. Now we got mini cars, which is basically, you know, stuff like a Mini Cooper hardtop, which is on here, the two-door, Toyota Yaris IA. Oh, sweet. We got more small cars. Acura ILX, Honda Civic 2-door, Honda Civic 4-door, Lexus CT200H, Nissan Sentra, Subaru Crosstrek, Subaru WRX. No, de- no WRX STI. That's interesting. Volkswagen Golf 4-door, Volkswagen Golf All-Track, Volkswagen Golf Sport Wagon, Volkswagen Golf GTI 4-door. Mid-size cars, Chevrolet Malibu, Chrysler 200, Ford Fusion, Honda Accord 2-door, Honda Sonata, Kia Optima, and Volkswagen Passat. Mid-size luxury cars, Audi A3, BMW 2 Series, Lincoln MKZ, Mercedes-Benz C-Class 4-door. Large car, Toyota Avalon. Large luxury cars, Audi RLX, Audi A6, Infiniti Q60, except V8 four-wheel drive models for some reason. Volvo S90. Small SUVs. BMW X1, Fiat 500X, Hyundai Tucson, and the Kia Sportage. Mid-size SUVs. GMC Acadia, Hyundai Santa Fe Sport, Kia Sorento, Nissan Murano, Nissan Pathfinder. Mid-size luxury SUVs. Cadillac XT5, Infiniti QX60, Lincoln MKX, Volvo XC90, large SUV, Audi Q7, minivan, Kia Sedona. Oh yeah, that's just with the red. So, the first list of cars is the IHS Top Safety Pick Plus, and the ones below were the regular ones. So the Pacifica and the Sedona are on there. Volkswagen Golf GTI Club Sport S just smashed its own Nurburgring rec- sorry, lap record. South Korea accuses Volkswagen of false advertising and plans record fine. BMW ordered to pay $57 million for irresponsible lending in Australia. Anyway, that's it for this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. Hello, we're back again. Toyota Confirmed Second Gen GT86 will launch in 2019. Toyota's Yuko car sharing program features nothing but hybrids. Dacia, Sandero, and Logan get one liter LT engine, new trim levels in the UK. Mercedes-Benz Sprinter serves and protects with the Dutch police. Toyota updates Yaris, Oros, Verso, and Avensis for 2017. Drive Bentley's Speed 6 concept in Forza Horizon 3, while Volkswagen sorts out where to build it. Dodge unveils 2017 Challenger GT all-wheel drive with a 3.6-liter V6. That's right, uh, all-wheel drive Challenger is now available. Well, I, I think you can order it. They haven't arrived at dealerships yet. But still, you can now get an all-wheel drive Challenger, which is awesome. Now... The way the all-wheel drive works is similar to a charger, it's similar to a lot of all-wheel drive systems today where it's part-time. When the system senses that the front wheels are losing grip, it'll send power to the front wheels. Otherwise, it's always rear-wheel drive. Well, it's mostly rear-wheel. Huge Jeremy Clarkson head hits the streets for the Grand Tour. And there is actually a Jer- uh, Clarkson and Hammond and May head as well. Dark Overt's new D8 GTO RS is Holland's greatest sports car. Honda will show an electric car with AI at CES. New new Ford GT features five driving modes, including P1-style track mode. New 1.5-liter turbo 
2018 Chevrolet Equinox price was $24,475 in the U.S., $26,995 Canada currency in Canada. Faraday Future teaches first production model ahead of CES debut. Australia welcomes its insignia-based 2018 Holding Commodore NG. Oh, right. I almost forgot. Tesla recall. Tesla has announced that it will recall approximately 7,000 charging adapters after reports of overheating. Which is kind of a shame, but to be fair, it's electricity. What are you going to do? It's, it's, it's going to overheat at some point. But Tesla's overheating is something I definitely didn't expect. The, elect- the electric automaker made the decision to announce the voluntary recall after two customers said plastic on the charger's head melted when in use. The adapters themselves are made by an outside supplier, dubbed the NEMA 14-30 adapters, and can be used to charge electric vehicles by connecting them to the regular appliance outlets. Only adapters in the United States are affected by the recall, and Tesla says customers will receive replacements in the mail in the coming weeks. Although reports are overheating, Overheating only affected the 14 through 30 adapters. The brand has made the decision to recall to also recall the 1030 and 650 adapters as they share similar components. For concerned owners, Tesla says their adapters may be affected if they were purchased more than six months ago. A detailed breakdown of how to work of how to work after your adapter is affected is available on the Tesla website. They sure have some weird outlets. And for those of you who want to hear more about the Challenger all-wheel drive, don't worry, I will give you said information. The 305 horsepower 2017 Dodge Challenger GT is only sold with the V6 engine, with the base price of $34,490. Production starts in January, and the car should be at dealerships nationwide by March. The Patterstar V6 engine is tuned for 305 horsepower at 6,350 RPM in the Challenger, with 268 pound-feet of torque at 4,800 RPM. Tuned induction and dual exhaust from the manifolds back to the Back to the tips helps deliver more than 90% of peak torque from 1800 to 6400 RPM, aiding drivability and responsiveness. With the standard torque flight 8-speed automatic transmission, Challenger GT is EPA rated at 18 miles per gallon city and 27 miles per gallon highway. Not surprisingly, the Dodge Challenger GT uses the Charger's all-wheel drive system, which is an active transfer case and front active disconnect for both performance and economy. Normally, all power goes to the rear wheels. When more traction is needed, the front axle goes to work automatically and seamlessly. Stability control has three modes, including full-off, useful for drifting through snow. <laughs> As befits a muscle car, the Challenger GT all-wheel drive is paddle shifters for manual gear control, and a sport mode with, ke- with quicker gear changes and higher revs. Power gets to the ground through 19-inch hyper-black aluminum wheels, shod with P235-55R19 BSW all-season performance tires. Despite the V6 power, and by the way, I've ridden in a Chrysler 300 with the same engine, with the same all-wheel drive, and if you're worried that the that the V6 isn't going to be peppy enough, you really don't need to worry. It'll be more than peppy enough. The Challenger GT has a Super Track Pack button. It, it came. It comes with the option, which activate. I, I, I believe it comes with the option anyway. We'll, we'll see later in the article, which activates the Dodge Performance Pages and Launch Control from the 8.4-inch touchscreen. Why exactly you'd need launch controls beyond me, but whatever. Reaction times, 0-60 to 60 times, G-forces, lap times, and other performance measures can also be monitored, and even mirrored, in the 7-inch thin film transistor, or TFT, customizable cluster display. The package is finished outside with projector fog lamps, a rear spoiler, and rear park assistant camera. Inside, the Challenger GT has Napa leather seating, heated and ventilated front seats, a heated steering wheel with power, tilt, and telescoping, Apple CarPlay and Android Auto support, Six Alpine speakers with a 276-watt amplifier, 
bright pedals, a garage door opener, a hectic mesh aluminum bezels. Outside the car comes with a power bulge hood, which is something you're used to seeing on a Challenger, LED halo headlamps, and LED taillights. And apparently this is an Alpar exclusive, though not now it's not. <laughs> Other options include a sunroof, which will set you back 1100 bucks. Body side stripes, $395. Navigation, driver confidence group, technology group, and spare tire, which is $195, according to o, O20, which is one of their uh, sources. An optional $995 GT interior package, unique to the Challenger all-wheel drive, includes, and this may possibly be incorrect, 9 Alpine speakers, a 506-watt amplifier, the Dodge Performance steering wheel, and Napa leather, and Alcantara suede seats. No matter what you were able to grasp from that, the gist of it is, this is going to be awesome. And, and that's about it. It's going to be awesome, and there's going to be a lot of snow drifting videos if there weren't a lot already. Ashton Martin has pre-sold all 150 units of the AMRB 001's hypercar. GM unveils 2017 Opel Insignia Grand Sport, previews 2016 Buick Rio and Holden Commodore, because, let's face it, they're just gonna rebadge it. They're just gonna slap a Buick by John and call it a whole new car, blah, 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 when it, I mean, well, it is a whole new car, but it's not a, it's not a Buick-developed car in the sense of, you know, traditional in-house developed cars. It's, just, it's probably just gonna be a rebadge. Maybe slight, maybe a slight change to the front, to the front end and the rear end. I don't I don't know if they're going to go that far. We'll have to wait and see. Mercedes-Benz G300 CDI pickup launched in Australia. Starts from Australian currency. 119,900 whatever the name of, of Australian currency is. Infiniti Q60 becomes first US spec car registered in Cuba after 48 years. That is, you know, that is really interesting to see that Infiniti have already beat most of the people to the punch, but the thing is I'm not sure how many people will be able to afford it, but yeah. It's interesting because now I wonder, because Cuba's a relatively small country, so I can't imagine that. Let me let me put it to you this way. Back when Japanese cars were becoming really, were becoming really popular back in the late 60s and 70s, Europe decided to put a cap on how many cars could be exported because they didn't want, they didn't really want, you know, their roads to be filled with Japanese cars and whatever. Basically get overrun and, well, there was a restriction cap uh, in Britain, this was back before Brexit. But and sorry, thinking about this reminds me of that uh, of that import or sorry export well import export restriction because Cuba's a relatively small country and even though a lot of cars are broken down, I can't imagine that they're actually in need for more and or new cars. So I'd have to wonder: Are they going to put an export? Are they going to put an imp, sorry an import cap? on how many cars can be imported into the country, because, again, Cuba's a relatively small country, and they probably have enough cars to suffice for pretty much most of the population. I mean, even though most of the cars are from the 50s and 60s, but, well, early, early, early 60s, but still, I genuinely can't imagine that they would need, you know, more cars until, you know, all of them break or they run out of parts or something. It makes me wonder what, if modern American automakers are going to import cars to Cuba how how many of those cars are they going to import in the first place because I just don't I don't know how they're gonna do it but either way we'll have to we'll have to see and we'll have to wait and see and see what the verdict they come to in terms of import restrictions if they're gonna do that at all 120 brand new BMWs destroyed in US train derailment and most of the roofs have been absolutely caved in I mean it's a little bit of a shame 
But honestly, I'm not really feeling that bad for BMW because they'll probably just make a billion more. Rin Speed bringing Oasis Concept to 2017 CES and NAIS. 2017 Mini Countryman priced for, sorry, Mini Countryman priced from $26,100. And the 2017 Mini Countryman doesn't look too bad. It, it's better than it was before, but it's still a little bit iffy to me. Police arrest BMW 5 Series Thief by remotely locking him into the car. If you're having mixed feelings about this, don't worry. When I first read it, I also had mixed feelings. Because yes, they caught the thief, and it's a very clever way to catch the thief. Buses, police car, and snowplow crash on snowy Montreal road, and yeah, they, they piled up pretty bad. I mean, to be fair, this stuff ha it happens every year, so. I mean, maybe not with the bus and the police car and stuff, but stuff like that does happen. GM's 9-speed automatic debuts on 2017 Malibu. Chinese luxurious Hongzhi, or Hongzhui, I don't, I don't know, L5 facelift to get twin-turbo V8. From who? I don't really know. Enjoy this new Corvette emoji pack for IS, iOS 10, because once again, the Viper is being neglected. Contact lens technology could help your EV charge quicker. Somehow, I don't, I really do not understand how that, how they have any correlation to each other other than you need to have, you, you know, you need to see the road ahead of you. GE Design launches tuning program for the Seat Atika. Bentley Bentayga's success could see the development of more derivatives, which means we might get a Bentley Bentayga Speed. Or sorry, Bentley Bentayga GT Speed. Marcione wants Dodge back into NASCAR. And yet still won't make any new cars for Dodge at all, or Chrysler for that matter. High-performance Maserati Levante deemed as a possibility. And I'm kind of surprised they weren't going to do that sooner. I mean, rather than... Because right, cause that, that title makes it seem like it's just a myth right now, and I'm surprised that, that at this rate that that's all they're deeming it as. As just a myth. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this bit of the podcast, and I will see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. Hello, we are back once again. 165 horsepower diesel George Renault McGann GT and McGann Estate GT range. Sangyong Tivoli and Tivoli XLV launched with 4x4 winter upgrade in the UK. Nissan hiring experts to make tailored autonomous systems. Walter P. Chrysler Museum opening, then closing its doors for the last time. I'm honestly really sad about that. Such a shame. Hyper Rare Lycan Hyper Sport and Fender Super Sport for sale in Dubai. Despite F1 labels of levels of downforce, Aston Martin RB001 will target 250 miles per hour. Lexus reveals 2017 IS wrapped in almost 42,000 LEDs. I guess you could say it's really bright. Eh? Oh, come on! Oh, that was a good one. Mazda CEO breaks hearts and says no to new rotary sports car. Watch out, Uber! Full Dragon launches Moaya. Yeah. Mobility Service Services Company. Mercedes AMG previews race ready AMG GT4. Bugatti Charlotte Super Sport dreamt up with Vision GT styling. 
You know, it looks pretty cool, but it definitely won't reach production. Next EV to launch Tesla Model X rival in 2018 or 2019. Watch Lewis Hamilton, Daniel Ricciardo, Max Verstappen, and others react to Rosberg's retirement. And sadly, I couldn't see the video because they took it down. So yeah. Get the best of both worlds with Polestar Tune, Volkswagen V90 Cross Country. 2017 Nissan MV Cargo and Passenger Vans add new V8 and start from $27,730, I think. 2018 Rolls-Royce Phantom Prototype has no problem towing a trailer for some reason. Audi Q2 scale model demonstrates intelligent automatic parking system. Subaru offering UK buyers an updated package with the 2017 BRZ. And Japan gets even more stuff that we that we in America and everywhere else cannot get. So basically, the Europeans can get stuff, can get models that we can't, and the Japanese can get a lot of models that we can't. So unfair. Rare English Elm makes this limited edition Bentley even more British. UK drivers guilty of killing on the road could face life in jail. Aston Martin poaches new chief engineer from Ferrari slash Maserati. 2017 Suzuki Ignis lands in the UK and starts from 9,990 pounds. Sorry, 9,999 pounds, or basically like 13 grand. French Grand Prix returning to Paul Richard from 2018. From 2018, 2017 Kia Soul and Karens go on sale in the UK. Final Law Ferrari sells for record 7 million in charity auction. BMW M4 GTS ends production with 803 customer cars built. Volkswagen Atlas might may actually come to Europe. VW will homologate Polo WRC for 2017 championship. Paris, Madrid, Athens, and Mexico City to ban diesel vehicles. Next gen Nissan Qashqai. No, no, no. What was that? Next gen Nissan Wasabi to benefit from Pro Pilot autonomous driving tech. Ferrari 488 Challenge puts turbos on track. Updated Seat Leon Cooper has 300 horsepower. Seat Estate adds all-wheel drive. Monster Energy rebrands NASCAR's Sprint Cup. Apple confirms interest in autonomous tech in letter to the NHTSA. And let me just check that for a second. Oh, oh, whoa. Hold up here. Did I do what I think I did? Did I seriously do what I think I did? So, four. Whoa. Oh, wait. Never mind. My bad. Sorry. For a second, I thought I went I went back to last week's uh, news, which I'm almost about to. Mercedes-Benz reveals it's, a, it, it's advanced digital light technology. China's WM Motors says it did create those photoshopped renders that we saw last week. Next-gen Lexus LS to get hydrogen variant. Aussie McLaren F1 crashes during New Zealand road trip. Ford Romania creates its own Gymkhana film to celebrate 40th anniversary. Four-cylinder McCann is a hit with customers. Exceeds Porsche's own expectations. Chrysler starts production of the Pacifica Hybrid and access to 200. <sighs> Just sigh. Much sigh. One-off Ferrari SP275 RW Competizione revealed at Daytona. The Volkswagen LMP1 racer? If only it wasn't for Dieselgate, sadly. And we have caught up to last week's news. Wow. Uh, that, that, happened so, that happened so fast. Probably because I was going so fast through this. I guess that's all for today. I really, I really sped through that news. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all next week. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com/c/viperforlifeacr. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com/cody. 
dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.